science fairs aren't about historical accuracy. They're about taking chubby girls who work at Kinko's and lacing them up in corsets so tight their bosom jumps out and says, Howdy. Bosoms would not have said howdy in the 15th century. If anything, they would have said huzzah. I don't care what the bosoms say, Sheldon. I just want to be part of the conversation. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 million years ago expansion started. Wait, the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall. We built the pyramids, math, science, history, unraveling the mystery that all started with a big bang. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. We can go a night, baby. We're your hosts, Kat. And Paul. And we just love to talk about all things Big Bang. So we're glad that you're joining us for the conversation. We're super fans. Who talk over each other. Yeah, and especially at the back of you, you've got a whole lot of collectibles at all Big Bang. Uh, this is an audio podcast. They can't see that. I know, which I'm thinking that I need to I need to make a Facebook page specifically to show off your Big Bang Theory collection. But then that will make people jealous and they won't want to talk to us. No, of course I won't want to talk to us. They, they, they love us. <laughs> they love coming every week and finding out the next episode of what we are going to be doing. Speaking and of which, what is the episode we're doing today, this Paul? This episode we are doing is was released in 2008. It is called The Cod Piece Topology. And it's season two, episode, episode two. number two. Cool. And this is where we find that the boys have uh, some an outside um, interest that they go out to do. And it doesn't really turn out all that well, specifically for Sheldon. Sheldon's <laughs> the one that basically, you know, harpoons the whole scenario. It, it amuses the hell out of me, though. <laughs> it does. What did you think about this? So instead of us uh, me asking at the end of the podcast, what did you think of this episode? We'll start it. We'll do it now from the beginning. What did you think of this episode? I like this episode. It's not a, a an... A, a favorite, but it's definitely in the upper half of episodes that I like. Yeah, I I like it. I don't love it. I like it. It also starts to show you um, Penny's perpetual um, dating that she's mm. doing, and yes. wh- and how it is that he she manages to always go for the pretty boys. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of female listeners on our podcast that are sitting there going, "There's nothing wrong with pretty boys." No, there's That's... nothing wrong with pretty boys. I mean, Absolutely you know, like not. you know, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, yeah okay no for the love of god really (laughs) hey what are you bitching about they're all aussies uh i know that yes and i'm i'm very well aware that they are australian so no dramas there whatsoever but it really starts to show you that um we are seeing that penny is putting you know pretty above uh, substance no, and depth. No, you 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 say that, mm. but the first time we see Penny in this show, she's trying to explain the Schrodinger's cat theory. Yeah, but look at where she's actually coming from. She's no, prob- no, but but the fact is, the boys are having an effect on her. Yeah, they, they certainly influ- are they're having an influence. So that's one of the things that we want to bring out in this is that it's changing the way that she's looking at the people that she's dating. However, what I find interesting with this uh, with this episode, when we see her walking up the stairs trying to talk about Schrodinger's cat, you know, the guy that she's with goes, oh, from the Peanuts cartoon. She, she says, no, it's not my cat. It's this guy named Schrodinger's. And, and he like, goes, oh, this oh, guy, from... the, the guy from the Peanuts cartoon. And, she and goes, then she goes, let me start all right, again. let me start over. So yeah. really, it shows and... you that she's like, okay, this guy is as dumb as a box of hammers, but I'm still going to be with him. And she, well, no, not necessarily. 
but it's showing that she's starting to grow and to learn. Yeah, but she's not there yet. She's nowhere no, well, near come yet. On. Because a... the thing is that you do see her go, okay, let's start over, but I still want to hang out with you because you're pretty. That's basically what Nothing it is. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. So we are starting off where the boys have just returned from a Renaissance fair in full regalia. And, and I, I love that Howard is dressed as a jester and the top of his little staffy wandy thing is another jester little came. jester that looks like like him. <laughs> um, Sheldon is basically coming back as a friar. Which is interesting that he dressed as a Christian friar, despite the fact that he's an atheist. Yes, he doesn't believe in God. Well, but um, again, that's why he looks at it as a costume, I suppose. Yeah. Um, we've got Leonard. He's coming back as a knight. And Raj, I think he came back as he's a... He's a courtier. He's a messenger. A courtier. A courtier. Yeah. Yeah, just a member um, of court. But unfortunately, it's not enough of authenticity for Sheldon's taste. He apparently wanted authentic mead not served in polypropylene flagons. And he is basically saying that the entire place was rife with uh, political, with rife with historical uh, uh, inaccuracies. Sheldon states in the beginning, and my German is not great. So for, if for those of you who actually speak or understand German, I apologize in advance for butchering these words that in the beginning that Reinheitsgebot would have severely limited the ability of mead, availability of mead in, 18, in 1487. This statement is wrong for two reasons. The first being that the most commonly known version of this law wasn't introduced until 1516. And secondly, this law only defined the price and ingredients of beer and had therefore had nothing to do with other alcoholic beverages like mead. Also considering he holds himself as familiar with everything, he gravely mispronounces the word, strongly stressing the second syllable, Reinheitsgebot, instead of Reinheitsgebot. Right, okay. But I think that actually that you've actually explained it very well and, and your German is not that bad after all. Well, you don't speak German. <laughs> no, I don't. Not at all. But with all everything that's going on and all the, you know, rife inaccuracies that Sheldon is coming up with, uh, Howard's idea is that no, it doesn't matter whether it's rife with inaccuracies. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to take chubby girls working at Kinko's and lacing them up in corsets so tight their bos bosoms jump out and say howdy. Hello. <laughs> and of course, you know, Sheldon's like, well, bosoms don't They'll speak, and if they, and if they, they wouldn't say howdy. They would say huzzah. huzzah. And then which, how, which is actually also incorrect. Because huzzah is a word of celebration, not hello. Well, that celebration to to Howard. And Howard's like, I don't care what the bosoms say. I just want to be part of the conversation. And, of course, they start heading further and further upstairs until they get to the top of the stairs and they run into Penny with a no, new... No, they get to the third floor landing. Okay. But they run into Penny with a new hairstyle and a new guy, Eric. And it is very, very awkward because, you know, you can see that Penny and... Um, you can see it, that there's still something between yeah, Leonard and Penny, but they, they, they but they're starting, not willing to admit it. No, and they were starting to date, but they didn't know whether it was going to go the way they were thinking. So they, I think they just called it quits for a little while. So it's really very, very awkward, um, you know, in front of, and of course the guy walks, Eric walks past uh, Howard and goes, ah, like your hat. And he's like, thanks, my mom made it. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, Howard, really? And um, I also thought it was hilarious that he was wearing like a Shakespearean ruffle around yeah. his neck and he had his alien pin on the ruffle that he usually wears on his um, dickie. Yeah. Now I'm going to put in, put up a question for um, uh, on Spotify of uh, the question of the week, but I'm also going to ask anyone if anybody knows what is the 
but what is the meaning behind the little alien pin that Howard always wears? And I know that he, obviously, the, the actor, Howard, you know, Simon, Simon Helberg, Helberg, he knows, his stylist knows, the people in the cast know, but I don't think anybody outside of Big Bang knows. So I'm just going to put up on the question this week, if you know, please answer the question. It'll be on Spotify. And if you want to email me directly, um, it's going to be perpetualmotionsquad00 at gmail.com. So message there and tell me, and I'll read it out. I want to find out what that little alien pin is all about. But of course, okay. the, the boys all go their separate ways. And Leonard doesn't think it was awkward. He said, well, it wasn't fun either. <laughs> and as they're going upstairs, he he says to Sheldon, listen, can we get moving? Because my uh, you know, underwear is stuck in my chain mail. And of course, Sheldon goes, what? You're wearing you know, modern underwear? And he's like, oh, relatively modern. And he goes, well, I, I fashioned historically accurate um, underwear out of linen. And, and Leonard's like, really? You went out and bought linen? And he's like, of course not. I borrowed one of your pillowcases. Borrowed? And his, and his eyes are just, borrow <laughs> so really leonard may want to consider changing his pillowcase at some stage well the one with the two big holes in the bottom would be a giveaway that would definitely be a giveaway so in the guy's apartment leonard is confronted about his dating history or lack thereof of course he he says you know i've been out with plenty of he says about he says he's talking about penny and he's like you know we both were deciding to you know slow it down and take a little bit but no, you know we've decided that we're both mo- that we're moving on yeah he's moved on i'm moving on and of course they're like you know and he goes well i've dated plenty of women and they go really like who and they say oh well it consists of leslie winkle and joyce kim and i love how sheldon goes uh, uh, alert the um... Oxford English Dictionary. The definition of many has been reduced to two. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's interesting about this yeah. is as Leonard tries hard to list his girlfriends, but nobody mentions the French girl with the PhD in French literature who was mentioned by Sheldon in season two, episode one. Really? Down Which... in the laundry room when he was talking to Penny. Remember? Oh, yes. No, it has a, she comes, has Leonard ever dated, dated you know, a normal and was, girl? And Not, he says, oh, well, there was a, there was a girl who was, who studied French literature. Who had a PhD in French, in French literature. literature. And, she, and she's like, I said, you know, not smart. And he's like, well, you see, and she's like, how is that not smart? Well, and he's was, like, well, for one thing, it's literature. And for another, she was French. Yeah. So there's three. Yeah. But he's got that whole consistency of living. Yeah, yeah no, and that, that that woman, that French woman, is never mentioned again in the series. Other yeah, than that one time in the laundry room. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and of course, you know, poor old Joyce Kim. She's she's a uh, gone back North, to North well, Korea. She was a North Korean spy. Yeah, so it's like, well, that's and he goes, well, that's that's going to be geographically, you know, inconvenient for me to try and date her mm-hmm. again. But you know, and then of course they say, well, what about you know? He has also had a date at last year's Comic Con, and of course the guys go, "No, no, no!" And no, it was Raj, Raj looks says, very shifty, and, and he's says, like, "No, what happens in in costume at Comic Con stays at Comic Con." And we find out that unfortunately, when he was at Comic Con, he, he, he kissed. He he went to he bought dinner for and kissed a guy named Richard who was in an Orion Slave Girl costume and told him <laughs> his name was Kimberly. <laughs> and and Howard will never let him forget that. Never. Although that's never mentioned again. The um uh Sailor Moon character yes, the, comes the, up a couple of different times with the three way. The three way Sailor Moon girl. Um, but yeah, the the Orion Slave Girl's never mentioned again. Which I find really interesting. Do you remember when um Leonard actually has oh sorry, when Sheldon has 
that doctor stay over and she starts to try and go through the entire group of guys. Yeah. And, you know, Howard goes over to Raj's apartment and they're going to have like a four way. And then of course, how then, then Leonard goes, we're all going to be naked together. And Howard goes, Oh, I'm out. Well, you've had a three way with the sailor moon girl with Raj and yourself being naked. How is it suddenly that you are are turning off of going for another three way? Another three way. Yeah. Not four way, honey, three way. Yeah, because Leonard says, well, I'm not going to do that. But it, No, Leonard was never there. No, Leonard comes in to, remember, goes into the apartment and the doctor comes out and they're trying to make arrangements as to who's going to well, go. You know in. what? Let's to- talk about that when we get to that episode. Fantastic. All right. So basically, they convinced Leonard to make a date. And since Joyce Kim uh, defected to North Korea, Leonard's options seem to be limited. Sheldon, consistently ridiculed by Leslie, does not seem to agree with this. He's like, no, you could do a lot better than Leslie Winkle. I don't think it would be a good idea because she does call him dumbass and she does really mock un- his work, really mock him, mock his work. But, you know, we see now we're at the university's cafeteria. <laughs> Sheldon and Leonard are eating lunch. And I absolutely love when uh, Sheldon goes, do you know the reason that I know we are not in the Matrix? And Leonard's like, no. And he goes, well, for starters, the food would be better and drops the sandwich onto his plate. And we find that Leslie Winkle walks in. And of course, Sheldon quickly walks out after an exchanging a few unpleasantries with with her, and also does a little bit of a a, a, a bit of a unscripted situation where he's throwing his um, stuff away from his tray and throws his tray on the on the top of the um, the area that you leave your tray, and of course, it bounces back and hits the floor again. So it's like, whoops, that was unscripted, but you know. So it Leslie, was funny. So they left it was. Home. So Leslie tells uh, Leonard that he's heard about his his breakup with Penny. And wants to try a relationship with him. And of course, you know, she, Leonard's got this, and Leonard is such a really great guy. And Leonard is with the situation, he says, well, and he actually explained to the guys that Leslie is undesirable simply because she uses men for stress relief rather than a relationship. And she uses him, uses men for tools. And Howard says, well, yeah, be yes, go be a tool, get some stress relief, you know, some sexual stress relief. So when, Leonard is talking to Leslie and Leslie says, you know, how about we re, you know, re, I don't know, revisit, revisit the idea. Um, he's like, oh, so you mean another bout of stress relief? And she's like, no, no, I've, I'm all done with casual sex. I'm, I'm now fully engaged in the fully uh, rela- committed to an, an, the relationship an, an paradox. Paradigm, yeah. And it's paradigm. like, yeah, paradox. And it's like, well, okay. And, you know, for most guys, they would sit there and go, well, I'm actually happy just to do the stress relief. But Liz, Liz, you know, Leslie Leonard is, is Leonard is a relationship guy. He really is, and I think that was one of the biggest things that he he uh, that Penny found with him is that he you know she did say to you know uh, Sheldon he's more of a relationship guy than a just a role on the sex sort of guy. So you know, but as she, as she says, <laughs> she's reached a time in every woman's life where she's tired of waking up on a strange futon with a bunch of people she doesn't know. And I love, and I love how Leonard's like, Leonard's yeah, like, that must get a bunch a of bunch people. Of people. <laughs> <laughs> so Leslie wants to slow things down and who better to slow it down than with Leonard. And poor old Leonard's like, ah, yeah, that's the spirit. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Great. So she says to him, okay. And so he goes, well, how should we proceed? And he, she says, well, you'll order Chinese food, get a, a arts film that it's, that is you rent accessible. a movie arty, but still accessible. There'll be some light petting, but no coitus. And he's like, oh, okay. But I'll leave the details up to you because I think it's important that you take the man's role. I know. Call and he's... <laughs> I love and, uh, that. Call me. 
And I love how he goes, hey, that's the, this is going to be fun. <laughs> so back home, Leonard is, is setting up a date, obviously, with Leslie, but Sheldon has other plans. He wants to rock out Mario old school with his Nintendo 64 that his mum actually posted all the way from Texas. And no. she's included the memory card from his uh, time in 1994 when he had pernicious anemia. So 1999. Now, I've got a couple of bits on this. Yeah, go. Okay. The first thing is Sheldon states he played Nintendo 64 in 1999 when he had pernicious anemia. Mm. This type of anemia is the inability to absorb vitamin B12, and it's treated through B12 injections. There's absolutely no reason to have them stay home or in bed, just get B12 directly. Okay. But, okay, but you look at Sheldon and his mum, the relationship yeah. there. So Sheldon is thrilled that his mother sent him his old Nintendo 64 along with the memory card so they could pick up the game where he last left off. Though the Nintendo 64 did utilize a memory card, Super Mario 64 had an internal memory. Sheldon also suggests that since he has three controllers that he, Leonard, and Leslie could all play before he knew it was Leslie. Mm -hmm. uh, however, Super Mario 64 was a single-player game. Yes, it was. I've played it. And I find that very interesting. That um that the, he does that the say writers didn't do their homework on what a Nintendo sixty four was. Yeah, yeah. My stepson has uh, had a Nintendo. Probably still has a Nintendo yeah. sixty four, and I've played it. But yeah, Mario. Uh, you know, you could play Mario Karts and things like that. But the actual Mario itself, you're it's a one play one mm -hmm. player person. One so person. Leonard promises to give out. So he basically says to Sheldon, "Look, you know, I've got someone coming over, and she, and as as you said, oh, I've got three controllers." And he says, no, I've got a date. So can you just like be somewhere else? And he says, well, do you want me to leave? You want me to leave the apartment? And of course, Leonard promises to give up the apartment if Sheldon ever meets someone from his species. <laughs> of course, Sheldon goes, all right then. And he abandons the apartment for the stairs. And of course, he's sitting on the stairs with his laptop and he's playing Nintendo on a poorly encoded emulator on his computer. So he's playing Mario. And of course, Penny meets Sheldon on the stairs, and he, as she's heading out for a date, which is, you know, got this new guy, this new, you know, uh, guy that she's seeing, and she wonders why he's on the stairs, and, and he's not at a movie or at a coffee shop. And of course, Sheldon says, "Well, okay, well, if I go to a movie and I order popcorn, then who's gonna? And if I start choking, who's gonna administer the Heimlich maneuver?" And of course, she, Penny goes, "Well, then don't order popcorn." He goes, "Don't order popcorn. Listen to yourself. Listen, yeah." You know. And he goes, "She says, well, what about a coffee shop?" And he goes, "Okay, so." I don't drink coffee. And she says, well, there are other things. And he goes, like, what? And she goes, oh, you know. And he goes, what, like cookies or pastry? And she goes, yeah, sure. And he goes, things like, like bear claws? And he, and he goes, she says, yes. And he goes, I don't like bear claws. What is a bear claw? A type of pastry. No, okay. I've always heard of bear claws. Even living in the, in America, I never went and got a goddamn bear claw. I should have got one so it, I could actually say what, looks, what it was. It's, it's, it's called that because the shape of it resembles a bear claw. Oh, okay. You've had one? Mm, yeah, a long time ago. I think at some stage I might have had a bear claw, but no one ever told me that was what it was. I would have really loved to be told what it was. So I could actually see what it is. Yeah. So Leslie arrives, and of course, as, he, as she's walking upstairs, she goes, Hi, Penny. Hi, dumbass. <laughs> and his answer is, of all the scientists in all the world, why did it have to be Leslie Wingle? And of course, Penny's like, well, they've got a lot in common. They're both scientists. And she's, and he's like, oh, please. The only contribution that she'd ever have for science is if they started to send chips uh, back up into space. And of course, you know, and she's like, well, you know, they've, you know, they've got a lot in common. And he goes, well, you know, that's just unacceptable. And she's like, well, I'm, I'm going on a date. So, and of course, poor old 
you know, Sheldon is sitting there and he's he's playing his game and his his little thing that he says to himself is, you know, if only I could uh, control everyone like I can control you, Mario. And I think that's that's pretty much like Sheldon. Sheldon is such a control for he wants everything his own way. Mm-hmm. And I think this is why when you were saying about the pernicious anemia, you know, his mum probably would have thought to herself, she he doesn't really need to stay home. But knowing his mum and the relationship they have with she has with Sheldon, yeah, I could almost see that Missy and his brother would go to school, um, and yeah, Sheldon would stay home because you can't upset Sheldon. So we now see that Leslie's arrived at the uh, at the the apartment, and now they're basically having a date, which seems to be going okay. And Leslie Leslie does seem to plan ahead, though. She wants to know how many kids Leonard wants. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love how the opening part of the conversation is, how many children do you think we should have, Leonard? And he, like, chokes on his chicken. Yeah. And it's like, I think, and she's like, oh, maybe we should actually start slow first. And he's like, yes, I, I really hope so. And she basically says, are there any genetic weaknesses in his family? And, of course, this is when Sheldon comes up. And, of course, his ex- he needs an extension cord for his laptop because the laptop battery is going dead. And basically, he does say that uh, with regards to the genetic inaccuracies, you know, he, they, you know, Leonard can't uh, eat anything cheese like uh, dairy, dairy, and he's rather short. So you know, <laughs> and, and, as, and Sheldon's like, well, don't forget the male pattern baldness. When all of his uncles get together, they look like a half carton of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that one. That's actually awesome when he says that. Um, so luckily, you know, Leonard can continue the date with Leslie. So after Sheldon interrupts again to make pee-pee. Um, oh, it's like, seriously, Sheldon. See, I don't really don't understand why, if he doesn't want to be in the same, I mean, he obviously doesn't want to be in the same room as Leslie. So why doesn't he just take his laptop into his bedroom? Is it for fear of hearing them having coitus? It would severely reduce the comic element of the show if he had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing is he could have called Roger Howard and said, hey, can I come and hang over at your house? Because Leslie uh, yeah. is entertaining Leslie Winkle. That would have been a, a good idea. They could yeah. all, you know, bitch at, uh, about Leslie. But yeah. I mean, I don't think that any of the other guys don't have a real problem with Leslie. But, you know, Sheldon does, unfortunately. Um, she is rude. Yeah, she is. She does have that um, holier than thou idea. Yeah, I've I've mean. never been a huge fan of Leslie Winkle. No, I don't. I, this is probably why I don't think they really used her as a as a continuing, um, recurring role, as they did with Zach, because Zach was just hilariously funny. I love Zach. <laughs> so basically, the date finishes up, and Leonard, and you know, Leonard does say, "I'm sorry about all the interruptions with you know, um, Sheldon." And Leslie says, basically, you know, it's okay if like, you, you leave it for 18 hours not to call so that she's not repulsed by his queen eagerness. So he's like, oh, thank you very much. Now, they get while e- they're saying goodnight, Penny and her date come Yes, up. her and, and Eric. And I love the fact, so he's like, okay, goodnight. And he leans in to kiss uh, Leslie. So Penny's like, okay, goodnight. And she starts to kiss her date. Would you believe, and- sorry, just to interrupt. This is when we actually see that she's walking up the stairs trying to explain Schrodinger's cat to him. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He, she's coming back from a date. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and and you can tell that she's been trying multiple times to do this. It's just not working. But once so, again, he's pretty. So anyway, to get back to the point. Yes. Um, 
Leonard kisses Leslie and she looks at him and she's like, that's not going to prove your point. So she starts to kiss him rather passionately. So Penny starts to kiss her guy rather passionately. Yeah. And then fine. And then once Le and then Leonard gets into it and once he grabs Leslie's ass, she's like, okay, that's enough. See you later. Come Call me. And <laughs> Penny's and, and he goes into the apartment and Penny's like, okay, bye. And, and he's the guy's like, like what? what? And she's like, <laughs> she's yeah, I've had a lot of fun. Bye. Bye. And slams the door in his face. Poor, I mean, that poor old guy is just walking home with an extreme. Let's not go there. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Don't yeah, but me. this is but this is a G-rated show. You're stop now, please. Well, we could actually make it PG. Some nudity required. No. <laughs> if you want to know my answer, just email me um, perpetual motion squad zero zero at gmail.com and I'll tell you exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm wearing a Cookie Monster top today. I thought you were wearing uh, Cookie Monster pants. Um, yeah, and Cookie Monster top. I'm Cookie Monster today. Yep, awesome. Cookie. No, shut up. Now I want cookies. You've got um, chocolate. So basically, at the at the university the next day, Raj has his way of getting Sheldon to go back to the Renaissance Fair so he can dress up as a Starfleet science officer and study an ancient civilization. And I He's think like, this is a really like great Spock. idea. Like Spock. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a really great idea because yeah. the guys want to go back because as as um how it says there are very few places that I can wear my jester costume, and I think trying to convince you know Sheldon to do anything is amazing, but actually getting him to do it is another is is a stellar no 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 no. The final scene of the show is them back at the Renaissance Fair and Sheldon dressed as as Mr. Spock with the tricorders pointing out all the anomalies and inaccuracies and stuff like that and having a lot of fun doing it but what I now the first thing though is that Spock would never have violated the prime directive that way and made himself visible as an obvious futuristic person in an ancient uh civilization yeah he wouldn't have. So what I would love to do if I ever went to one of these things is I would dress in period clothing, but I'd create like a Starfleet uh, emblem to say that I was like an inspection officer of some sort and yeah. walk up to the people that are pretending to be Star Trek people observing the thing and flash them my badge and say, how dare you? We've been studying this, this uh, civilization for over five years and you're ruining it by showing up looking like this. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that is very, very good. Because I would I, totally do that. Because I do remember there was an episode that I once saw, just quickly under Star Trek, where they were observing like an, an old, um, uh, it, was, it, was, it was like a village they were, they were yeah. viewing, but the actual, around the edges of the village was actually um, Starfleet, you know, like you know, yeah. their, their thing, but they were actually cloaked, so yeah. they couldn't see them. Yeah, it was actually um, Star Trek Insurrection. I think was the film that you're talking about. And they were watching. This and they village. they were they were in, it was like a um, a duck blind. Yes, that's... Where, the, where it looked like the mountain, but it was actually a force field. That, yes, it that was. was. Cloaked. Yeah, and it started to um, break apart, and it started to become. Yeah, and they started to be able to see through it, and yeah. then and then data um, started to malfunction as well. That's right. That's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. And that's very, very good because that's something that you could actually, as you said, you know, Spock wouldn't have done what Sheldon's yeah. doing. So I, but I think that is a, but as I said, getting Sheldon to go back and oh, convince yeah. him to be that, that is an amazing step in itself. Yeah, definitely. 
So Sheldon refuses to move. <laughs> so basically, you know, when he's so we're there, back to the stairwell. So we're, no, 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 no. Now we're at the university cafe, All right. and they're actually sitting down to to have something to eat. And Leslie goes to join them, and he's like, you know, and of course, Leslie, you know, um, Leonard says, "Well, how about we move over to the table just behind us, so Leslie can sit down, as opposed to just grabbing a chair, grabbing another chair." Of course, everyone moves, and of course, there's Sheldon sitting there. He's refusing to move, and Leonard's like, "Well, don't come on, don't make this hard for me." And he goes, "Well, listen, I'm not going to make it hard for you. You can sit with me, your friend, colleague, and roommate, or you can sit with a, at a table where you've got someone with a who subpar you... scientist that you have the possibility of having coitus with." Yeah, and he goes, "Or you can do the one potato, two potato sort of like thing, or as I call it, the Leslie Winkle scientific method." Yeah, and he goes, oh, yeah, so you didn't really make it that hard at all. And Liz, Liz, Leonard decides to go and sit with Leslie and all the other guys. Of course, Sheldon is sitting there by himself. Yes. We are now back to the staircase again for night two, but now we're on the third floor, mixing it up a little bit, as Penny says. <laughs> and, of course, you can see that there is a huge, long um, power cord coming down the stairs. And there are Leonard and Leslie having another date, and poor, poor old you know, uh, Sheldon is banished to the stairs. And Penny talks to him, and Sheldon asks her for help. And he now he wants wants Penny to date Leonard. Now he I, wants Penny to give her the give it the old college I'll try, try. Or, is or in, in your case, case, the community college try. <laughs> I would have smacked him up the back of the head for that. Yeah, one. well, Sheldon's not not really as far as uh, he's you not know, there subtle. Yet. He's not subtle. He's not there yet. <laughs> not at all. But of course, it's when that uh, the truth be told, the issue has to do with Sheldon and Leslie's attitude towards each other. Penny only wants to be friends with Leonard for now, and she asks, you know, Sheldon to give Leonard his support as a friend. You know, so and I think that's a really great idea because he, you know, Penny does say, "Listen, you know, we've tried it, but let's just, we're just going to stick with friends for the time being." But you can't just interrupt with people. You know, and and say, you know, you can't date that person. It's yeah. it's not right. You, you give your support. Yeah. Now, one of the th now one of the things that Penny does say to Sheldon is, "Well, you're a smart guy," and he answers, "Smart? I'd have to lose sixty IQ points to be classified as smart." Yes. Now, Sheldon has stated previously that his IQ cannot be accurately measured by normal tests. Yet, with this conversation in the stairwell, he states that he would have to lose 60 IQ points to be considered simply smart, which affirms he does have a measurable IQ. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they sort of like go backwards and forwards when they're doing these episodes as yeah. to just tweaking it. So we're yeah. still we're still really you know, ironing it all out, you know. Um, so basically, you know, he actually asks, you know, well, why am I doing all the giving here? And this is Sheldon saying to Penny, why am I giving, doing all the giving here? If Leonard is truly my friend, why can't he support me in my hatred of Leslie Winkle? And I love Penny's response because love trumps hate. Oh, and now was, you're just making things up. <laughs> and Sheldon's like, that's not, that's not an answer. No, 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 thanks. But anyway, we now see that Sheldon goes up to the um, apartment and he opens up the door and of course he goes, and of course we see that uh, Leonard and uh, Leslie are in the middle of, a very passionate kiss on the sofa. And Sheldon says, when will you guys reach a, you know, a point of just like stopping point, stopping point, I'd like to have a word. And of course, Leonard's like, if the word is pee pee, then just do it. And he's like, nope, that's not it. And he says, his children decides that it's time to accept the relationship. And he says, now what's interesting is that, uh, okay, when he comes in, Leslie was basically sitting on top of Leonard and they yeah. were making out very unpassionately. I'll 
I'll it tell wasn't you. passion, there was, was it? There is, it's all like, oh, if we got a kiss, okay, fine. Yeah, it wasn't um, passion. But then she gets off of him and is sitting in Sheldon's spot, and Sheldon never said a word. Yeah, because that is sacred ground for it with Sheldon, as we all know. Yep. That spot is zero, 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 one. Yep. <laughs> Regardless of whatever happens in the universe, that will always be his spot. Right. That is, you know, that sort of situation. So he basically says that, you know, he'll accept the relationship despite the fact that Leslie actually believes loop quantum gravity is better and unites quantum mechanics with a general re relativity than string theory. And of course, that's over the line as far as Leslie's concerned. Leslie's like, no, you know, it's very, it's, it shows you that loop quantum gravity is better than string theory. And they start arguing backwards and forwards. And she's like, she turns to Leonard and she's like, you can talk to me like this. And Leonard goes, well, I, no, I just believe, I agree, you know, that I would there, like there are my... val There's valid points to both theories. And she's yeah. like, no, there's not. <laughs> and he goes, I think I prefer, prefer my quantum gravity, uh, you know, stringy, loop, rather, stringy than rather than loopy. And of course, she's like, okay, this is, this is it. This is, this is a deal breaker. And he's like, what? And she says, I can, I could accept the fact that our kids could be lactose intolerant or, you know, never could, eat ice could, cream. Could never, could never eat ice cream or ever have a good view of a parade. But this, this is a deal breaker. And she walks out and of course, Leonard's like, what, what just happened? And he's sitting there. And of course, Sheldon in his normal way that he does it he comes over and he sits down next to leonard and he goes look on the bright oh, look side. on the bright side and he's like what and he goes it's only nine more months to comic-con and leonard's oh, like yeah. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> now we see ourselves back at the renaissance fair and the boys are there all dressed up except for sheldon and he's sheldon is in a star tricorder yep and he's basically, you know, talking to himself about the fact that he's talking to Captain Kirk. And uh, one of the, and I think Leonard says, oh, yeah, that's great. Hey, anyone want corn dogs? And of course, this is when Sheldon goes, you know, corn dogs were not uh, invented until the 20th century. And then he starts to walk off. The screen goes to black. We see credits. And that is the end of the episode. Have you ever had a corn dog? Yes, I've had a corn dog at um, the Royal Adelaide show. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, They're actually real, not too bad. I don't you mean mind a real them. corn dog. <laughs> um, probably as close as what we've got to a corn dog they in Australia. To, they used to have vegan corn dogs in the frozen section at Trader Joe's. That's one of the many things I miss about Trader Joe's. For those of us who know what Hungry Jacks is, you know, in Australia, Hungry Jacks is Burger King. Do you know they've actually got a vegan um, Whopper? Yeah, I've had it many times. It's really weird. I mean, it's I really I, good too. I mean, someone I used to know used to have veggie burgers, but I didn't realize they had vegan Whoppers. Yeah, yeah, hmm. they just they use vegan cheese now instead of regular cheese. Really? Yeah. yeah one yeah. of the girls at one of the girls at work actually had it, and I'm like, really? They're really good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Didn't know. Okay, so speaking of food. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, we got to do our. We had one Chinese takeaway, two lunches at Caltech, and a mystery takeaway at the top of the show. Oh yes, we did. Yes. Yep. Okay. Now. Do we have crazy credits? Uh, yes. Okay. What's your crazy credits? Chuck Lorre Productions, number 217, censored. Tonight's vanity card is about censorship. It was censored. As always, you know where to look. That's it? That's it. Oh, my God. Okay. So we now have the very, very shortest um little thing from that. That was, that was the shortest crazy credit. Crazy. This, side is, this side of not having one. Yeah. Holy crap. Okay. Do we have any fun facts? You've heard of them all. All of them. 
Yep. Well, that is it, I guess, for this episode. So next week's episode is season two, episode three. One of my personal favorites. Yes. The Barbarian Sublimation. <laughs> this is the one where Penny gets sucked into the video game, and the and my pop that I have of Penny is the one where she's wearing the computer headset with the Cheeto in her hair. It's that episode. This one, I would say, is one of my favorites. I yeah. would definitely say that for sure. I mean, there, there. I mean, as I said, as we both said, and it takes ep- Howard to get her to quit. Yeah, this. I mean, as I said, this episode we both say is good, not great, not our, our, our most yeah. favorite. It's a, it's a good episode, though. Yeah. It was interesting and fun. But this one definitely coming but the up. The barbarian next week. Sim- sublimation is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, this is a good one. So yeah. we are looking forward to doing that one next week. So yep, yep loved it. Okay. Alrighty. Well, I guess that just about does it. So we'll see you next week on PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory podcast. We can and- go on up, baby. And in the meantime, we'll see you at the Cheesecake Factory. Bye, everyone. Music and mythology. I said and astrology. It all started with the